I'm very known to play all these tragic heroine roles, right? You're attracted but to it. But they're fine. They're fine, you know. I can like I can do it. Like, you know, that strong woman that goes through all that hardship. Yeah. Even though there are like so many crying scenes, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, once it comes to a mental right. like challenging mentally challenging role, you know, it's like all these like emotional ups and downs yeah. and all that dark moments that you yeah. go through it's yeah. it, it just gets to you without you even knowing She's had a long successful career as an actress and now owns a successful patisserie called Once Upon a Time. She's here. I'm so excited. It's Jeanette Ow. Welcome, Jeanette. Hi, Jean. <laughs> I know you just came back from Japan. Mm. It was a work slash um, holiday, was it? A bit? Um, it was mainly work. Okay. Um, I was there to have some meetings and settle some things and also to visit Takasaki. Right. And my main purpose really is because um, I'm going to be bringing my brand Once Upon a Time to Japan. That is so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, do we know when it's going to happen? Like when, it, when it's going to kickstart over there? Um, or are you still in the planning stages? Yeah, we're in the initial stages. Okay. We're going to be like um, finalizing some recipes and um, the packaging and the marketing and all that. Yeah. Um, but like for me, and I've got two partners actually, okay. and we are all on the same line that if unless we are happy with like what's there yeah. and what we've come up with, then we'll not push it out. Okay. Yeah. So we'll just take our time yeah. and like fine tune the things and make sure everything is perfect. Correct. You are like a perfectionist. I mean, like you know, I don't know how you deal with it because your work is actually very, very physically laborious as well um, but let's let's go back a little bit to um, a role that you had uh, there, there was a character that you played I think it was the 2015 drama series The Dream Makers 2 and that's where you played a character who falls into depression because like a, of a series of setbacks and mishaps and then we read about the fact that you know on your Instagram that you actually went through a, a, a dark time mm. Um, as well. Can you tell us about what happened then and maybe how you dealt with it? Actually, it goes back to when I was like in university and I did psychology. Right. So all this was of great interest to me. And I didn't want to just play a role without knowing any background or having any knowledge about it. Yeah. So I actually did contact two um, psychologists uh, who actually dealt with patients with depression and I spoke to them. So... As I was like doing this role and I was like looking at the script and all that, I actually did feel there were some discrepancies like, you know, in terms of attitude and behavior of someone with depression. Right. So I did bring it up and uh, I was like kind of like rejected. Like, you know, it's like, no, we are not going to change anything and stuff like that. So um, long story short, I just felt like it was a war between me and a group of people. Right. Yeah. And okay. also because I felt this sense of responsibility because the doctor actually did tell me like, Jeanette, can you please help us and not misrepresent depression? Of course. So I felt even more obliged and that I had to do something. Yes. And we did go through the filming and until one day, I don't know why, I just suddenly broke down. 
Right. Yeah. And my director was so shocked because it's like I was okay one moment and the next I would just be like, I was like crying yeah. and I, it's uncontrollable. It's like, I don't even know what happened. Right. And that was the very first time that I broke down just like that. So it kind of like um, made her more aware mm. and she actually raised this issue with my EP, yep. my executive producer, and yeah. told him that I think we need to sit down and listen to her. Yeah, Yeah, so that's when we actually sat down and have a meeting with the uh, scriptwriter, and also I invited my doctors into the yeah. meeting as well so that, you know, we're all aligned. I slowly found myself spiraling in towards that dark hole right yeah okay. and there were many many moments like um i was filming and um like a group my 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 um co-actors were like laughing there and joking and all that right i'll be laughing with them and then just the next moment i broke down again okay. <laughs> basically the whole production um the whole production team they were so um kind of like I would say they were worried yeah. and also they didn't know what to do as well because there's no way I could stop it or right. I could control. So like moments where I kind of like stopped for one minute, the director yeah. was like, quick, let's just catch a few seconds. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then I would try Yeah. and they would get that few seconds and then the tears just came down again. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of like what, a challenging period yeah. for me. Mm. Was, was, it the, was it the fact that you were delving into this role and because so much research is done for this role that you embodied it, that's why it was bringing up all these emotions in you and therefore you found like the parallels with the character as well as in your own life that was making you very... Yeah, like, I guess uh, in a way, yeah. yes. I think also like when you do all this research and when you're watching all these documentaries, mm. you kind of... And also, like, because you're an actor, you have to open yourself and open your heart yes. to let all that emotions come in. And as you said, like, you know, the parallels between the role, the character, and myself. Yeah. I felt that they were all aligned. Right. And I was like, I was so feeling her. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it took a while before I actually could come out of that. Yeah. Yeah. So when we finished and we wrapped up the production, the EP actually came to me and spoke to me and and he was really worried. Yeah. <laughs> I think they were so scared I'm that sure. I would do something stupid. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. And yeah. and um that that's that is worrying. I mean to see your actor the, this happened to your actor, mm. obviously you really immerse yourself in it. I mean that's that's a mark of a great actor already <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> to really get into it and not like decide to be superficial and just sort of wing wing the character which you which you didn't do you see I I I would like to see it that way <laughs> <laughs> I mean I think I, no one else sees it differently <laughs> honestly honestly but um how did you find yourself um getting out of it slowly did you do anything to I don't know um take take baby steps to get out of that that zone on and uh, uh, I I think um, I'm fortunate because um, I did psychology when I was in university yeah and I did all that uh, research 
And also the main reason why I actually sourced and looked for two doctors was also because I wanted them to be my safety net. Right. Yeah. Right. But eventually I did not need to look for them. Um, ironically, it's like um, as I was playing the role, I was aware of all these feelings that were changing inside. Yeah. I... It's as though it's like I'm like a third person looking in. But right. the thing is like, even though I'm aware, like um, logically I know, but emotionally I can't control. Right. Yeah. And okay. I was also losing weight, even though I would like be eating and all that. It's still normal for me, kind of like normal. But I think when you're so sad <laughs> yeah. and the emotions are so dark, you just kind of just lose weight without even knowing and right. and I was just so sad. <laughs> I mean looking back would you have changed changed your way in approaching this role in order to preserve some kind of sanity? sanity? I mean um no I don't think I would have changed anything. Yeah, you wouldn't have changed any. You would have done it exactly yeah. the same way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's because, the process. Because like sometimes I think about it and I think I've represented it true. To yeah. what it should be. Yeah. So when I was going through a really dark time, I was going through a, like a difficult time. My director actually did like speak to me, and she said that, you know, Jeanette, this is just a character. Just do it and just let go. You know, it's like you don't need to like just hang on to it until it's you know. Yeah. But to me, it's like it's a responsibility as an actor, and also to not always portray a stereotype. Yep. Yeah, because sometimes on TV or like on any um, uh, platform yep. that, that shows depression, sometimes it's just very stereotypical um, representations. Yeah. And um, sometimes for TV purpose, it needs to be dramatic mm. to the extent that it, she feels bit- more mad Right. Then yeah. depressed. Correct. Yeah. So I just wanted to maintain that balance. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't want to let go. <laughs> <laughs> That's the consummate professional in you, Jeanette. And we're, we're happy for that because that's the kind of quality TV we want to see, you know, in, in the actress and having integrity in, in the role that they play. Mm. Um, Actually, this isn't the first time that I played a role with... Um, depression right. or like with any mental um, challenges. Uh, a role before this was actually Puo Tian Wang, Breakout, Breakout. Mm. And she had a multi-personality disorder. Right. So I also, same thing, like did all my research and, yeah. and that was more complex because she would change from one oh, right. personality to another. Yeah. And I actually, while reading a script, created four characters. Right. And at that time, I was also playing the mother. So that's also my fifth character. Wow. Yeah. And when I first played that role, I, uh, I I had the same breakdown as well, but it wasn't so serious as when I was doing that depression right. role. Right. Yeah. And I remember like doing that first scene and I went home and I was still crying. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So it's, it, 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 de- it, it also made me feel like, you know, it's all these roles that are darker that would 
be more challenging to an actor. Yeah. So I'm very known to play all these tragic heroine roles, right? You're attracted to it. But they're fine. They're fine, you know. I can like, I can do it. Like, you know, that strong woman that goes through all that hardship. Yeah. Even though there are like so many crying scenes, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, once it comes to a mental, right. like, challenging, mentally challenging role, you know, it's like all these like emotional ups and downs yeah. and all that dark moments that you yeah. go through it's yeah. it, it just gets to you without you even knowing for sure yeah and that is just being human isn't it i mean mm. you have to give yourself some, some sort of vulnerability in order to also portray the role fantastically um what how right right now i mean are you still doing any roles any acting do you have time for that right now or mm. no now not no, so right? much no. yeah mm. but um in your daily life um right now i mean like how do you deal with like days where you're f not feeling great or like you know maybe something's not working out or whatever how how do you face difficult days right now it, it, not as an actress um, but like you know in, in difficult times i think times. all along i've always been quite um quiet when it comes to dealing with my emotions okay yeah so i know there are like some people who love to share mm. maybe sharing makes them feel better but for me i just need some time alone people feel like they're smart enough to advise you on life but we all have our own lives and mm. i have my own issues that i probably don't feel very okay with sharing right at that moment in time yeah. so Friends around me know that I would come to them when I feel I'm ready to talk. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing is sometimes I'm quite aware of um, how my emotions are going. Yeah. So I kind of like am able to keep that in check. Okay. It's just that sometimes I may need some time to mm, get over it. Right. Yeah. And do you all like in your own personal space as you take the the me time, right? Do you journal or do you like draw or do you like is that something that you do on your own personal basis while you are dealing with your emotions? Like, for example, I like to like just doodle. You know, I'm very much like yourself. I kind of like I keep uh, I keep my stuff to myself, mm -hmm. and it takes a long time for somebody to like. So, Jean, tell me, tell me what's really up with you. It takes me it takes forever for my friends around me. So, I like to doodle or I like to like just zone out on the couch for like three hours. Oh, I, I do that too <laughs> while I play games. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, do things that you know just relaxes the mind. Correct. That that you know you don't dwell on it too much. Yeah. Yeah. And when the time comes for you to feel those emotions, just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever feel like? because you're so busy in your patisserie and you're there all the time it's 24 7 for you do you ever feel like you are a robot going through the you know like kind of like the day-to-day -day. you just have to like you almost have to like shut off your emotions sometimes and go into robot mode where okay this is what i have to do today so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna shut off the feelings and do it has that has that ever happened to you and does it happen often i think maybe when I first started the patisserie, yes. Okay. Yeah, because it was challenging. Um, there are many people who say like, oh, Jeanette, she's a celebrity. She's just having this as a hobby. No, man. <laughs> oh my God. Honestly, no I would find a more relaxing hobby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And or 
or like things like oh you know <laughs> she's she's just doing this for fun oh and, dear no and, you no, know no, no, it's, no. it's this celebrity status that people feel like you know you're not taking this seriously right yeah but the thing is like i actually put down i stopped all my work to go to school yeah i got my cert from the cotton blur and all that exactly so it's like i am serious about this you know i want to be taken seriously yeah but the initial stages and all that it's like people have all these things to say about you of course there are nice supportive Mm. ones as Mm. well but the nice ones are always quieter yes initially i also wanted to fulfill as many orders as i could you know because like once we released pre-orders they were quite i would say i i would i or rather i would say i'm very blessed they they were so good come on like you know i i did try to like um fulfill as many as i could yeah and it came to a point where i was really there from morning to like 10 p.m yeah every day or like sometimes 11 and it it was so tiring because like you know baking at home with a small amount and yeah yeah with a 25 liter <laughs> exactly <mixer. laughs> it, yeah and i i i was just reaching a point of burnout yeah like, i felt i was that was when i felt like i was just a robot right you know yeah. and and i felt like i needed to keep that passion alive okay yeah that's when i made some adjustments and all that and also with time yeah i could manage like if you know, I felt that, okay, this month, um, I may have a few jobs here and there. Mm. I may need to travel for work. Mm. I would be able to plan a time. I mean, I read about this. I think this happened at the beginning where you worked yourself so much, you fainted. Mm. It made the news and I'm like, oh my gosh, Jeanette. I know, it's, 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 okay. So <sighs> I've always had um a history of fainting actually oh yeah yeah i've got low blood pressure and also low sugar okay so the very first time i fainted was when i was in secondary four right and i was at the bus stop and i just felt like okay i feel very weak and i blacked out i fell and i knocked over the the bin and i could feel and the thing is like even though i was like i blacked out i was still conscious of okay. what's going on so people like helping me out yeah like put feng yu on me yeah. <laughs> yeah and that was my first time and okay. after that a few years later it happened again like okay. when i was in college yeah and then like a few years again and it when i go to the doctors like i think it's only when i'm really extremely tired yes. and all that so the thing is like i couldn't fulfill the next day's orders you see yeah. so i had to explain okay and then people started to say again that i was trying to get attention oh, that, you know, oh my god yeah mm. and it's just that because the previous few times i didn't have to say anything yeah you know like i didn't need to announce i think my most serious one was when i was doing um the dream makers right yeah it was the chinese new year break and i remember i was with some friends and that day we we were like after a gathering we walked into the lift and i told them i think i'm gonna faint and then they were like oh my god are you okay when the lift door opened i walked out i fell pop and there was this reeling there i hit my head oh my god just barely missing my eye 
and then I was like bruised, like really like bruised right. here. And I and they told me my body was flat, like like straight yeah. rods, like like yeah. really like rods, like straight. I went pop, I hit my head, and I felt like that. Oh my god! Yeah, and the funny thing was when I went back for filming, yeah. because in that role, I'm always getting bullied, right? right? That was part one. I was always getting bullied. I was the 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 actress was trying to make it big. <laughs> oh right, yeah. Right. So I always get bruises here and there, and they have the makeup yeah. artist to draw the bruises on. Yes. But that day I was having to cover it up, and then the director was like, "Is there a bruise on your head for this role and for this scene?" I'm like, "No, this is real." Oh my god! Oh my god, yeah. Jeanette! I mean, okay, so obviously it's it's because of stress, lack of rest, and low blood pressure and stuff like that. Mm. But how are you managing that? Like right now, I mean, in your life, are you managing that better? And Yes, yeah. I mean I because like as I told you I could man I could like control my time. Yeah. And also like with my orders and all that, mm. I we do keep it within that comfortable yeah. range. Okay. Like that quota. Okay. So I do get some rest. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. I mean, maybe you should get one of those watches, those uh, you know, that measure your blood pressure. Oh, I do have it. You have it? Yeah, I do. Oh my I gosh, do. wear it all the time. <laughs> Where is it now, Jeanette? Oh my god, please wear it. I mean, just just so that you can monitor yourself all the mm. time, you know. How do you feel about? How do you deal with the pressures of um, taking your business and making it successful for a long time? Like, I mean we all go through different pressures in life whether or not it's like work or school or a business like yours but how do you deal with that because i can tell you're a perfectionist you want you want it in exactly the way you want it and that's the only way to run a successful business but it can be hard i mean to constantly 24 7 think about it there's no off days in your brain right how do you deal with that pressure is there like one day where you tell yourself okay man um on Sundays, I won't think about it. <laughs> or like on Mondays, for two hours, I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna just skip and not think about it. You know, I, I don't know. Do you, how do you deal? Now that you mention it, I think the main difference is with acting, I get paid. <laughs> but with the shop, I have bills to pay. Oh my gosh, that's right. And people to pay. Yeah, oh and my, my rent and all that. <laughs> yeah, so oh that's gosh. the main difference. Okay. And yeah, it's, it's kind of like... Um, unconsciously whether you like it or not you're always thinking correct when you have your own business that's what happens right yeah you but have how? stuff to pay you have bills to pay you have rental to pay correct yeah so you are always thinking about like right. okay so what's next um what i'm gonna do and all that don't yeah. you find that overwhelming do you find like you have to like put a little full stop on it or like turn off your phone for a couple of hours or do you ever have to do that or you're actually like like you can go, you can just, you can get in there and, and do it. Oh, but the thing about me is like when I'm tired, yeah. people can't tell. Like when I was doing yeah. the little nonya, yeah. and I was sleeping like two and a half hours every single day. Wow. I was filming every day for four and a half months. Right. People didn't believe I was tired. And actually like the more worked I am, the better I look. Oh my gosh! It's <laughs> so weird. That's the happiest because, like, problem Because if I go ever. into the makeup room and like my face is puffy, my eyes are puffy, they'll be like, do you sleep too much? Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, That's so weird! We have a few things that we're going to do right now. One of which is a, a drawing block where we've been getting all our guests to like write a, a, a message of encouragement or anything about whatever you want to say to anybody. And um, 
we're not too sure what we're gonna do with it yet so you can write whatever message you want okay and then once you're done you can let's show it to to the camera and just like tell us what it is okay yeah you can draw you can like do anything <laughs> It's um, just to let you know to bring your own sunshine. Oh, yeah, that's so cute. That looks like you. That's my girl that I drew. I have a book on. Mm, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so soul. Yeah. yeah, and then she's carrying her own sunshine. Oh my god! In darkness. Oh, I love yeah. that. So always bring your sunshine wherever mm. you go amidst the and dark. And I feel that the best person to help yourself is you yeah so I feel sometimes we kind of like it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy like you feel like oh it's gonna be a bad day somehow things would happen that kind of like make you feel that you know you know I was right it's gonna be a bad day correct yeah so sometimes it's how you think about it yeah and um it's no one will know how, what you're going through exactly other than you yourself. And the next thing we're gonna do is a little mind break segment. We have a sloth and we have a rainbow. So we can you can choose whichever one and we're gonna just paint it so that we have I'm the sloth. You can have the sloth. <laughs> I yes. feel this is like my spirit <laughs> I wish I could be the sloth. Sometimes sometimes you just need to do something really simple like this. So I thought we could do something fun like this and decorate it however we want. Okay. Yeah, so there's these are paints that um I think are very easy to come out. So you can and you can oh. use the brush and we squish stuff on it. Let's try the texture. Okay. Oh my gosh. But I'm like, what color should this sloth be? Yeah. <laughs> like bright pink. <laughs> That's right, it's a lot of space. A lot yeah. of space, right? Yeah. So here are our creations. Look at the artist. Look at Jeanette's one. It's so <laughs> beautiful. I love it. Even though the brush that we're using was like really, yeah. you know, difficult to, to use. Thank you, Jeanette, for your Thank time you today so and Thank for sharing you. and for, for being open. Me. Yeah, no, I mean, it was such a joy uh, chatting and catching up. So thank you all for watching and I hope this really um, helped you in any way, shape or form. And a big thanks as well to My Village at Sarangoon Garden for supporting this podcast. Till the next one. Bye.